Harry, you have just been sent a first audio file from Dan. So anyone that doesn't know, if you go back and listen, we had a guest on the podcast in episode 130, which was Dan, the founder of the British Bearded Baby. And he's been there listening to the show. He crushed through like all of our episodes in two weeks, which is ridiculous. And as part of that, what we're doing with Dan is he's doing like a weekly check-in and we're kind of holding him accountable for moving his business forward. And he's going to send a five-minute audio clip sort of talking about what he's done that week and then what he plans to do the next week. So should we drop it in before we get into it and talk about it? Morning guys, so here's my uh, first five minute update that you guys asked for. Uh, since our last podcast that we did, um, basically what we've been doing is we had an issue with the printing supplier that I was using, uh, letting us down too much. So now we're using a different company. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to get those labels done uh, pretty quickly and hopefully get some merchandise, t-shirts and hats and stuff um, done and ready. Uh, not sure when we're going to sell those or just use those for um, giveaways, um, but we're looking into that. Um, working with you guys, uh, yourselves on the landing page and the website, as soon as we've got the landing page done, um, I plan to hopefully push pictures uh, more kind of product-wise and um, get content out there for people to actually see the product. Uh, you've probably been able to see yourselves. I've kind of tried my best now to smash through putting as much out there through Instagram as I can. Um, learning as we're going. So we have figured out that uh, we've done a few lives, but maybe the timing of them aren't the best with them being um, a bit later on. America being uh, obviously a high... Um, customer base it's not the perfect time for people in America to be listening or sitting and watching um, very long live uh, videos which I've realized that's what I've been doing uh, so what we've done as of last night is we set up an anchor account for the British Bearded Baby now we're going to use this app uh, to basically put out the longer content and videos and well audio files sorry um through there and save the instagram just for quick short uh updates or couple of minutes two three minute videos um i've also realized that whilst i've been smashing instagram with content um we've kind of let facebook slip and not really posting much so now we are trying to work on getting a bit more out there on Facebook um, and also trying to work on Snapchat um, just to kind of give a, a bit of a wider base to build this community so that when we do launch, hopefully uh, looking beginning of October is when we want to have everything done by. Um, we, as you said in the podcast, we've got, you know, two, three, four, five thousand people waiting for this um, product to be out there and kind of building a bit of buzz around it. Um, as much as a product itself, we uh, it's all based and started around seriousness of the synthetic chemicals and stuff like that. Um, what I've realised is not a lot out there at the minute kind of makes it fun and talks about what the current issues are or stuff uh, to do with beards. It's more general selfies of blokes with beards scrolling through pages and numerous ones a little bit boring in my mind so i'm trying to build something a bit more fun where people interact with each other and have a laugh and um can come to an area with an issue or a product and ask for advice on it um or get some kind of recommendations from that um without having to pay 
for someone to give them advice in a way. Um, looking at the company-wise with the structure, uh, I put a live out last night and I did mention in that that I was looking into maybe um, giving the missus some form of share role in the company as a kind of a thank you for doing the, kind of being my glue to holding um, kind of like my, my family outside of work and starting up together um, giving me the time to do what I want to do. Uh, that's something I need to look into massively. Um, and then from there, the next thing I need to do is we are about to take an accountant to choose one um, and take them on board with us. So yeah, uh, it's been a bit of a mad week. Um, other than content and getting um, stuff out there over Instagram, we haven't really progressed too much with labels. As, as I've said, we've go backwards, but I look at it as a move forward because we've not now been messed around and we'll learn from that mistake. And going into next week, we're just going to start smashing, emailing people, maybe sending out DMs and trying to get a bit of collaboration going with people that have a bigger following um, and interacting with people that have interacted with us so far and uh, building the community. Cool. I will get back to you guys later on in the week. See you later and have a great day. Cool. So there's a few points there. First one that I made a note of, mate, was the printing labels issue. So for me we don't really have that issue as a business. But I think the key thing that I wanted to highlight is when you're dealing with anyone else, there's always a, there's always room to go wrong. Was I, this printed for his product, sorry, or is yeah, it, yeah. I know mentioned swag. So I think, I think there was two different things there. I think one was the printing labels for his product. Mm -hmm. And then the second one like, uh, that you pointed out was the swag stuff. So in terms of like the printing labels, I can imagine that being like crucial for him. Just because that's literally what the cust like the stuff inside the bottle, the customer doesn't see. It's like the brand, mm. uh, and then yeah, I can imagine trying to find a reliable supply is tough. The th what are you gonna say? No, okay. I was gonna say the thing that we 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 did when we got our first sort of swag done for the business is we got loads of samples sent from different suppliers, yeah. and those guys that sort of were slow to email, slow to respond with quotes, we literally just crossed them off the list. Uh, and it was largely because what we thought we were going to do is get our own stuff done, and then we're actually going to start selling merchandise uh, to our community, which I still think, looking at what uh, other people are doing, is a good Vision from the Ray-Ban response, I'm very disappointed. But the Ray-Ban response wasn't good from the members, but the Ray-Ban response... No, but when they see other people's Ray-Bans, they want them. Hashtag back anyway, to power. Anyway. So I think one of the things for me is when you're vetting a supplier, it's like I, I would firstly make sure you've got loads of dogs in the race, that was nearly all over you, mate. <laughs> make, sure you got, make sure you got loads of dogs in the race. And then as soon as someone feels like they're letting you down or slipping, cut them real fast. Uh, I would say take the same approach with suppliers as you do with staff, which is hire slow and fire fast. I mean, is there any way to test That's the thing capabilities is on them and things like that? Do you just have a couple running at once on lower quantities and then favour whoever delivers? Probably that. Yeah, probably that. Just get two or three suppliers in the mix. Um, so we're going to cost you a little bit more because you're not getting the kind of quantity breaks of ordering yeah. 200 or 500 or 1,000, you're ordering 25 and 50s or whatever the numbers are. Bring it on the mercy of one. Exactly. And like, let's say you, you build the business and you, you're ordering 10,000 labels a month and that, that company goes bankrupt. All of a sudden, you're in, a, you're in a mess again. You've got to go and mm. find a reliable supplier. So probably a really good point is even if you do find a, the most reliable one out of that bunch, probably always have one on the back burner. Keep throwing them a little bit of business. 
and make sure that you've got a couple of relationships. Yeah, I can't remember what I can't remember what product it was, but I, uh, it was on a similar thing that they have. You have your main provider of the labels and certain things, and because obviously people people get different components from sort of from different sources, but people always have a reserve. Yeah, I think so yeah, I think it makes sense. Which gets onto the swag thing, and he, he, he listed so he's getting some t-shirts and some hats and bits like that, um, and then his question. Or his question to himself was, I'm not too sure whether I'm going to give them away or sell them as merchandise. What's your thoughts on that? Both. Both. Completely agree. Get some out there. Or just to raise awareness, do some sort of competition and give one or two away. But why not sell it? Do you know the, do you know the thing that I'm trying to like draw a sort of like relationship between the stuff that we've done? If you take the auto cup promotion that we did, mm. we just gave it away. And when you give it away, people don't assign a value to it. So I think but by they having still it, expect yeah, the, the world. <laughs> uh, but I think by having it on the website and the T-shirt's twenty-five quid, whatever the number is, mm. and then when you reach out to an influencer on Instagram and say, "Hey, we sell these T-shirts, which are awesome for people with beards. You've got a beard. You should have a T-shirt, and it's worth twenty-five quid. Check it out on the website. But mm. I just want to send it to you for free. It's not all of a sudden a cheap free T-shirt you get in the post. It's a twenty-five pound T-shirt." And you're going to value it a lot more because other people have paid 25 quid for it because it's on a shop and you're getting it for free. That's why I think it's really interesting. Yeah, and you can have, you can have things like first run promo. So normally 25 pound or whatever it is, yep. but for the first run, it's 15.99. Yeah. Just things like that. Yeah, exactly. Or pre-order stuff. So yeah, I, yeah. Um, definitely like that. I think the idea of, and just to tie it into what he was talking about towards the end of his little five minute burst was the... Next week, he's just going to be smashing out Instagram DMs. Or he said DMs. Um, I think they're the people that he needs to reach out. He needs to get the products. Yeah, yeah. He needs to get the Definitely. T-shirts onto the shop, have them up, so he can link to them and say, hey, this is what we do. Can I send you one of these? Um, and then start building a relationship with influencers. I think that's. I think both is definitely the right answer there. I'd like to know what... Because uh, he's got different bits of swag. Yep. So what was it? Hats, tees and... Stickers, I think he said. And I'd like to know what's on them. Is it just his company logo? That's, or that's a really he, good point. Or has he got a backlog of some different artwork? Sorry, this chair's squeaking. Uh, like different artwork or the old variations on a theme or what? Do you know the thing is for me, I think like he's got his mission and he's got his brand. But I think he needs like possibly just some brand stickers for like the loyal, like maybe they go into the customers. Like when they place an order, you get a sticker like you do, like you get a laptop from Apple, you get an Apple logo on a couple of stickers, and I have no idea where anyone puts those. Um, you definitely put it on a well, new MacBook. I, uh, I used to, when, I, when I had hair, I got a hair product called Muck. Yeah, um, orange tub? Uh, yeah, there were different ones. Okay. But yeah, it was, the, it was orange what I got. In, in every one of them, you got a little sticker inside it as well. I can't remember what it was. It's, I think it had different phrases on it, actually, but it was like, everyone needs a muck buddy or something like that. <laughs> nice. But it, but it was just with every tin, and you stick it on your mirror or wherever, and it's just a little... But like, like you say, a brand logo on a sticker would be nice. Um, but I think on garments, there's a there's a market to go down. Whether it's beard phrases, beard it's exactly beard that. life. I don't know. I, I don't have a beard at the moment, so <laughs> you see me. I'm, I'm not in that world. I've not I've right. not shaved any part of my head recently, <laughs> so it's all getting long. So I, I think with the the swag, I think the key thing to tap into is that emotion, not just the brand, but like you say, like. People want to wear a t-shirt to represent how they feel about beards. They're mm. in that community. So like what slogans or taglines or messages can you put on 
to make them want to wear it compared to it just being a brand logo. But yeah, both of them's both of them's right. Um, landing page, we're helping them with that. Well, well I'm not. Forty is. Uh, do you know where you're at with that? Or got to connect him with Forty. Um, I think he probably found out on the podcast that I did with Sarah that we're going to do it as well as the e-commerce side for him. Because originally we we're just going to do the landing page. Um, and he's having a bit of a nightmare. And I think it was because it's the same company that was in the printing labels, was also doing this website. Okay, so he's kind of just separate yeah. with those guys. Um, <clears throat> so we're doing that for him, doing the landing page and doing an e-commerce site for him, cool. uh, which will be cool because uh, no doubt he'll probably be popping down, do some live shows because we're going to be uh, really helping. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, but that's the boring stuff from our side. That I think the key thing that I want to dive into is the amount of platforms that he's reeling off. Yeah, like I, w- I mean... If you can do it, then do it. But like when I was listening to it, it's like, because how many people has he got in his team? In I think it's like, just Dan. It just him and, I think it's Dan, the founder, and his missus just supports him in other ways. His his missus, from my guess, and Dan, when you listen to this, shoot back in the next episode if we're wrong. Uh, I think his missus is more taking uh, full control over everything to do with the family, so it's freeing up Dan's time, so he's not fit. What very similar to what happened to me when I started the business is I didn't have to worry about the kids or anything like that. I was there, I got to be a cool dad, I mm. came for the good stuff, and as soon as shit needed to be done, I was gone. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just because when he was when he was speaking, he, he kept using the word we. Yeah. So I just assumed it was a couple of them at least. Um, I think maybe mentally it's, it is a partnership with his yeah. wife, which makes sense. Uh, but yeah, uh, in regards to social, if it, if, the, if it is just him, I mean, I barely have a chance to look more than one social media let alone be on them and active so if you can't if you can do them then great yep but nail one as opposed to dabbling with three sort of thing yep stop playing that cap <laughs> <laughs> beer, beer ball a lot cap of things on the desk. I can play with on this table at the moment. Um, completely agree mate and like you reeled off sort of uh, he's feeling guilty because he's been doing Instagram and it was Facebook was slipping and then he's been putting some stuff on Snapchat and now he started up Anchor. Do you know what Anchor is? Uh, you mean an Anchor account? Yeah. Uh, I'm a, it's just like a secondary account, isn't it? No, no, sorry. Anchor's an actual social media platform. Oh, no. Yeah, no. it's... Uh, like I say, I barely have time for one social media platform. So. Think of Anchor as Twitter, but for voice. So you record a voice snippet and say... Oh, I have heard of that, yeah. Yeah, so it, it was like popping like three or four months ago. Everyone thought it would be the next big platform. Um, it hasn't got the traction it wanted. The company's pivoting a bit. But my question for Dan on that is, if he's trying to do audio content, why is he not just slapping a mic on and doing a podcast? Hmm. Like... Why, like, this feels the better use of his time to do audio content. That, and I think you can, if you sit down and record it like this as a podcast, you can distribute it in more places. Because yeah, there's no can... reason why you couldn't put that on Anchor. I don't know. Yeah, it could do, but I... I just, what put, I mean I, is there's more flexibility to cover more bases. It, you what, can repurpose that content onto exactly. other platforms compared to having to do something new for Snapchat, Instagram, yeah. Facebook, yeah. Um, and then Anchor. Um, so... I'd rather see Dan just like nail it on one or two platforms, and it looks I think like it, Instagram is more suited to his. What did he call the Instagram beard game? What was it? It was um, uh, I don't know. Bit. God, he said something to me. It was like when he's scrolling through the feeds, it's just the same stuff. It's like. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I saw him on a uh, on one of his stories, and it said, um, "Is it like?" Uh, I could be severely misquoting him, but it was something like. <laughs> 
uh, dicks and bitches or something. Or, or something like beards and bitches, I think it beards, was. Okay. That beards and bitches, yeah. Not so, dicks and bitches. <laughs> do you know need to bleep that? <laughs> you, can, you can probably bleep that. You can go back in at like 11 uh, minutes and bleep that. Um, but yeah, and I think... I think his Instagram game's gone up. I think, Dan, you should check out something called Word Swag or Typerama or something like that. It'll just help you get the imagery and the text over the top. It makes it look pro. And it's, I don't know, it's a couple of quid for the app. It just, uh, it's what we've been using in the past. Um, but I think his Instagram game's good. I think that's the way he needs to go. I think he just needs to double down on that, keep doing the output, and then reach out to influencers on there. I, th um, I think with Facebook, you could just use it as more of a, uh, this way to describe it, like a, a home for links to, I don't know, deeper information, things like that, whereas Instagram is more of a constant. The thing is that you just said about take. Facebook is he, he's talking about this thing about community around the beard. So like a place to go that's not sort of like scrolling. Mm. And I think that you should use Facebook. I think you should, put, yes, have a public Facebook page, but like we have a public Facebook page, but we sort of automate majority of that because it's not, we've discovered it's not where we win most of our, members but the group i think is interesting i don't know the beard group scene but could he become the authority mm. and have the best facebook group for men with beards like is that a thing don't know like is the it does he need to build the beard community um which i thought was interesting but i think i think all this comes after a little bit of success with instagram and having a following and having some loyal like advocates and then having a good product that people want to about his product he said, like, he was talking about followers from America. Is this shipping? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realise he was um, it's a question for Dan. going global. Yeah, like, Dan, if you're shipping worldwide, wow, uh, you need to let Matt know, because I think he thinks it's just a UK e-commerce site. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and secondly, um, if you're not shipping worldwide, then, like, who gives a shit who's awake in America? Uh, they're not the people that's going to be buying your products. Mm. It's nice to have the followers. Um, and the engagement, but if they ain't buying, don't worry. Just focus on the UK if if that's where you're selling to. Um, and the last thing that I made a note of was the accountant. Make sure you did we do an episode about? Yeah, I think you did an episode on how to uh, find, find the, a crooked accountant, like to find the right accountant, or what to look, what not to look for, or something like something that. Something like that. So I had to find. You've had a. a not the greatest experience with an accountant. Had a couple of bad experiences. Mm. So what you need to do is find one that's absolutely crooked and we'll get every penny back from the government that you can. Only joking, HMRC, get off my back. Um, so yeah, Dan, go look and listen to that episode if you haven't already. Uh, make sure you get a good one, mate, because it'll make a world of difference. Um, and setting up now is important because like we didn't, we got two years in before we even started thinking about getting an accountant, mm. which, was, which was backwards. Um, but yeah, good update from Dan. What, what's your thoughts? Yeah, good. What do you want to see from uh, next week? Like, what's the what's the what's the thing next that you feel like is important for his business? Uh, not sure what to see next, but I will say I'm very impressed with how. Uh, so when we spoke to him, he was kind of reserved and wasn't sure whether to kind of put himself out there on social and things like yeah. that. From from the conversation we had with him on the last podcast, he's gone from literally. No, for example, no posts on Instagram, and yeah. now he's just absolutely smashing it. So doing like, live, yeah, yeah doing live bits like that. From an outsider's point of view, from what was it appeared to be zero, he's just he's gone thousand percent. 
I think the key thing on this is the man can execute. Like mm. he can, he can, yeah, yeah. He can, he's happy to just execute on ideas and keep pushing out. So. Yeah, like he really did just need someone to say, yeah, go for it. Yeah. And he's, he's smashing it. So cool. Dan, looking forward to it. From myself, what I really would love to see, uh, obviously get back to us with some of those bits in the, in the roundup. Um, but yeah, just double down on one platform and let's get your landing page spun up in the next seven days uh, and let's start collecting some emails for you because I think the idea is web landing page, emails, in Instagram influencers, get your product out to the hands of people, and then do a launch. Mm. Looking forward to it. Question is, Adam, do we grow beards? Uh, On this day, what we in August? <laughs> August, August the 8th. Do we grow a beard? I mean, I'm, I'm already. I'm so already here's like a, a question. Here's a question. And by the way, guys, you can feel free to switch yeah, off. This now. is the point where you can turn off. Yeah. <laughs> um, see, that. How long is that? This is... That looks like three days. No, it's like a week. It's a week? Oh, no, sorry. I did... No, I take that back. I had a meeting on last Thursday. So, Thursday morning. Mm. So, five days. But the thing is, for me, when you're growing a beard, like I can't grow a beard. I can probably get a bit more of my stubble going on. But do you have to, like, keep it, like... Just like take it down a bit to keep it neat and then grow it out and then down a bit? Or do you just so let I it go? Think, so, I think, so I think I think the idea is you want to, and I could be completely wrong here, but I think the idea is to keep it under control, as in keep the edges sharp, you know what I mean? When you're trying to grow your bush at the front of your house, you don't, you, you, you trim it back from a, uh, overgrown onto the pavement, but you're going to let it grow tall. Okay, okay, I like that. You know what I mean? So it's sort of like... So like, for example, if you look at the moment, I've got this whole neck thing happening. Yeah, you do. But what I'll do is I'll trim down this line here, this crease. Okay. So I'm going to keep it like controlled. Let's do it. Let's see what we can get to. So like, this is this is like a week. Okay. Like, I mean, again, this needs trimming as well on the top, this hair. Yep. Agree. I'd grow a fringe if I could. I'd have a top knot if I could, you know. But I can't, so I won't. I'll grow down instead. Grow the, thing, down. the thing I don't like is like around here just gets low, like loads bushier and thicker. I've got a swirl on when, one side. When I get myself, when I look at myself on a side profile, I hate it. Man. Ah, do you have a look photos at like that? When I get photos, like psh, my eye, oh, it looks terrible. You think that looks weird? I I, I quite like look, looking at myself from any angle other than the front because no, because I'm always looking at myself. I like from this. The front. I like this. I like my front profile. It's because you spent too much time on camera. Agree. I'm used to it. I'm comfortable with it. My manifest. Think about the back of your head. I hate it. I've got those stars behind my ear, mate. Every time I see them, I'm like, you, get ah, them removed. you idiot. So getting them removed would be easy if they were actually black, but they're a colour underneath, and I went black over the top of them mm. because it it just looked <laughs> three multicolored stars mm. on the back of my neck. It was just like what? Uh, so not my best look. Not my best idea. And I just don't like it. So. I, when I used to get my hair cut, every time there's like a ah, mirror around the back of the head, I was like, oh, stupid tattoo. Because <laughs> I kind of forget about it. Uh, but yeah, don't like my problem. Like, straight on. I've got like a weird nubbin on the back of my head. Yeah, you've got a weird head. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they can, if follow, you've got they can follow us on Instagram. Startup Podcast, we, our game. If you go and check out our Instagram game, game, game recently, uh, we're doubling down on Instagram. We're taking a sort of leap out down and actually doing something. And doing something which I'm really 
I'm actually really enjoying, um, we've had a bunch of people reach out through Instagram off the back of it in the last week who have discovered the podcast. One thing that we don't ask for, which we really need to, and if you've got this far on the show, God bless you. Could you please go and leave us a review in the iTunes store? Now, just to explain why, when people search the word startup in iTunes, we want to show up. And there's an awesome podcast by Gimlet Media called Startup. We're never going to outrank those guys. But we want to show up and actually get in front of more people. And by you leaving a very quick five-star review, if it's, leave a completely honest review. If it's anything less than five stars, DM me first. Um, but <laughs> definitely leave us a review, guys, because it has a massive help. And uh, the more listeners we get, the, the more content we want to keep pushing out for you guys. So if you got this far, the one thing I ask you to do today, as soon as you pause this, go and leave us a review. Hugely appreciate it. And put, if you've got his run Instagram, put your Instagram handle in the review. We'll give you a shout out on the show and we will definitely hit you up on Instagram. Sweet. Leave it there.